0: Hey friends, it's Mark James on another crazy Wednesday. It's later than normal, isn't it? It's quarter to two as I'm starting this recording. And now I often say like, oh, I've no idea how long this will be. And then it's always an hour. There's no chance that's going to happen this week. This week has been crazy. Like Jay-Z in the rain. Crazy in the rain. Antsy insane. Yes, sir. I'm cut. Let's not do Jay-Z rapping, shall we? I'm sitting in the yellow chair. Which yellow chair, I hear you not ask. The one that's in the bedroom. Doc is in his permanent position now at the base of my feet, but he's very happy because we've had a big walk this morning and uh, we both got soaked. It poured down. It said it was going to stop raining and it did stop raining. It said it wasn't going to rain again. Guess what? It rained again. You know what's funny as well? When I first opened the door to go for the walk, all I had on was a hoodie. And I was thinking, this is going to be all right. And I got a couple of steps out the door and thought, oh, it is a bit cold, though. I'll just put my coat over the top, which is a miracle in itself. I can now wear a hoodie, which I couldn't even get on. And now it's loose. And not only have I got it on loose, but I'm wearing my coat over the top, which was also tight at one point. But anyway, so I've got both of them on and I've got a hat on. Five minutes into the walk, it starts raining. The dog's absolutely loving it. He's loving the rain. I'm hating it. As I've mentioned on many occasions before, I have a sort of pathological hatred towards rain. I don't know why. I don't like things that are unpredictable and out of control. The rain, I, I didn't enjoy it. And then we got splashed, mega splashed by a car. Now, it wasn't great for me because I got wet up to the knee. But my poor little dog, he only comes up to the knee. (laughs) So we got it full force in the face. When we got back in the house, oh my God, all of his bottom, his paws, everything were soaking wet and muddy. So I had to dry him off and clean him up with a towel. And he did not enjoy that process. But I also tried to take him into the little co-op. Now I had him in my arms, okay? I was carrying him. I've taken him in there before, carrying him before. Just popped in to buy something quick. Paid at the self-scan and run out so they don't tell you off for taking a dog in there. But today, because he was wet, he was slipping off me and I was wet and I wanted quite a few things. So I had to put him down. Well, I'd only put him down for about, I don't know, 30 seconds when someone came over and said, um, oh, I'm sorry, you can't have a dog in here. And I went, all right then. And I just put my stuff on the shelf and left and took him straight out. He's only tiny, he's only a little boy, but never mind. if that's the rules, that's the rules. It is what it is. So um, I bailed with my dog, the two of us out we went and uh, walked home. And when I got back in the house, I still needed to go to the shop because I wanted some rice, some cauliflower rice. In the end, I got cauliflower and chili and um, coconut rice which I'm not crazy about coconut, but it'll be okay. And I bought chicken and coriander. I've got sesame seeds already, so I'm going to use those. And um, a couple of other little ingredients, pineapple, some other stuff. I'm going to make a nice uh, chicken and rice lunch today. And got back in and did the bike, smashed out another 10 and a quarter miles. Did a live on TikTok, which is going almost insanely bizarrely I don't know whether to call it well or not. (laughs) It's really weird how many people now watch my videos and look at my lives and comment on my videos. And literally every time I pick my phone up, it's still just hundreds of notifications, which is incredibly strange, but also, you know, quite nice. Nobody wants to feel like they're talking to nobody. And at least I feel like there is an audience that is interested in some of the stuff that I've got to say. But with, you know, as Uncle Ben said, look at that from one rice to another, as Uncle Ben said, with great great power comes great responsibility. And so I do, I am wary when people talk to me on that app and ask me for advice. I always say that I don't give advice, but if you're asking me what I do, then I can tell you what I do. And I can tell you what happened as a result of what I did. Very specific to me and from my situation. But I don't give advice because people often say to me, oh, could I lose 30 pounds in a month? And of course, the answer to that question is, yes, you could. But I don't want to say yes, because I don't want to set up an unrealistic expectation for someone, and for them to feel like a failure. If someone loses 10 pounds in a month, that's amazing. But if they lose 10 pounds in a month, and I told them that they could lose 30, they're gonna feel like a failure, and they're not a failure. They've massively achieved something that they wouldn't have otherwise done. So I think it's really harmful to set expectations for people like that. So I avoid doing that. If anyone says to me like, oh, I'm 16 and I'm trying to lose weight, I immediately tell them, do not copy me, don't watch my videos, don't even come on my profile, speak to a doctor and start just doing some, you know, cardio, get out there and take a little jog or something, you feel better. So I try to be responsible, but also, I also recognise that it's not my responsibility to babysit people and what they take. You know, if me posting my weight loss and what I do sets unrealistic expectations, then so does football on television. You know, loads of kids grow up and think, oh, I'm going to be Ronaldo, and they're not. Or loads of kids grow up watching Ali McBeal and think they're going to be lawyers <laughs> with dancing, singing babies in the ba- bathrooms. I don't know, that was a weird, obscure reference for people who've never heard of Ali McBeal. Great show, though. Let me just take a drink. For Jester, I'm drinking Pepsi Max with a hint of lime out of a regular pint glass with some ice. Bit of ASMR for you there. Mm. I honestly don't think that there is anything in my notes at all. I'm about to nervously open the iPad and see if I've got even any notes. This is a worry. Because if there are none, fuck knows what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, the notes of the stuff I talked about last week. Joshua's phone, predictive text, new goals. Well, one of my new goals has got to be, oh yeah, so let's just do it in order. Let's do what we always do. We always do weight update and goals, don't we? I've had a little rant about today and what I've been through. Um, Weight loss, currently I'm at 17 stone eight, which is 246 pounds, which means I've now lost a total of 70 pounds exactly. So I'm obviously very, very pleased about that. I've got £30 to go to get to my ultimate goal. But now that I'm in control of it again, now that I'm at this point where I'm 17 stone 8, I don't feel as much of a rush to do it. So for the last week, I've kind of just been maintaining. I've not taken it as strict on food days. I've eaten fairly extravagantly. Um, I've still exercised I've still done all the other stuff but I've not pushed myself I've not strived to hit milestones as much as I was and I've just relaxed into it a bit I will kick into a higher level again where I really try and smash another few pounds off I think probably as of Monday i've got one week until my holiday so i'd really like to get into the sort of mid to high 16s for then so i think monday i'm probably going to really smash it as for this week today i'm going to eat um i'm going to eat rice and chicken which i already mentioned on friday we don't have joshua he's at my mum's which i'll tell you about in a minute and sarah is off on friday so sarah and i have got the entire day to ourselves friday So we're probably going to, and I get paid as well from gigs for the first time, which is going to be such a relief. So I think that um, what I'm probably going to do is we'll go out shopping for some clothes and stuff on Friday and we'll probably eat somewhere. I'm really thinking that I want to go to this place in Chorley called the Burger Capital. The Burger Capital is, um, I know last week I got shouted at by a couple of you, Jester being one of them and a couple of other of you for reading out an entire menu for a place. (laughs) We went to that place, by the way, and I have to say, I was a bit underwhelmed. The pig's cheeks nuggets were nice, uh, but not great. Sarah liked her fried chicken and dirty fries, but they weren't great. My um, lamb truffle cheese burrito thing was pretty amazing. That was really, really delicious. But it didn't blow our socks off. It wasn't as good as American Pies or anything like that, which is owned by the same company. But it was good. And maybe different menu items would have been different or better. But it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, but we did go to that place. And I did it exactly what I said I was going to eat. But yeah, so the Burger Capital, that's in Chorley. They do a burger, right? It's honestly insane. Go, Just go and look on their Instagram right now, because I know you're listening to this podcast Uh, Audio, but it's not like TikTok or anything where you can't go look at stuff at the same time. So go search The Burger Capital. Uh, I'm going to do it as well. My Instagram's been a bit slow. Okay, The Burger Capital. Now for me, right now, as I say this on Wednesday at 1.54, it's their most recent picture, but it's called The Pablo Escobar Burger. And this is a triple Pablo Escobar Burger. I mean, it looks insane. I wonder if I click on the menu, if it says what it is. It's smashed patties, okay, okay. So, spiced, smashed, double patties. It's actually triple on the on today. Jalapeno cheese, fiery avocado and chili tortillas in a burger, but their burgers just look like really insane. I want the peanut butter burger, to be honest because I really wanna know what peanut butter tastes like on a burger. So I'd quite like to have that on um, Friday with Sarah. That would be good if I could have that. Have I got messenger on my iPad? Yeah, I have. Um, I just sent Sarah a message and the message said, it's really weird when you open your messenger on an iPad after you haven't used it for a few days, every message that you've sent in that time, like catches up so you sort of see your history unfolding. I sent, I sent Sarah a picture of the Pablo Escobar burger from uh, Burger Capital and the caption I've written underneath is, please can you fuck my face with this burger? <laughs> I wonder what her face is going to look like when she reads that. Please can you fuck my face with this burger? Sarah is at head office um, having a big meeting and stuff with her boss like her and her boss have both gone ahead head office today to do a big meeting-y thing. So they're very excited uh, to see new collections or whatever. So that's good. Um, let me just make sure I've done everything here because now that I've picked the iPad up, there's just a worry that I'm missing loads of emails. Uh, okay, it's all good. Papa John's are advertising to me and everything else is good. Okay, so yeah, I've been uh, I've been kind of just plateauing semi-purposeful plateauing but you know what when you find yourself in a plateau sometimes it's better to just lean into it than chase after it and punish yourself and try to break out of it sometimes by just relaxing then switching it back on you get further so I'd like to get in the 16s for my holiday to Benidorm because then I can relax a bit in Benidorm not stress as much about weight and if I come back in the 17s I'm not exactly going to be heartbroken am I But, you know, if I go away in the 17s and I come back in the 18s, I'm going to find that a bit uh, difficult to handle. Not not impossible, but I will. That'll make me upset. So I'm going to stay on top of that. As far as other goals go beyond weight, obviously now I'm just growing my TikTok. I'm at almost 35,000 followers, which is wild. And I now know the kind of content that generates more followers. And generally, it's just me being myself, which is a relief. I don't have to try hard or go out of my box to make anything. I just need to go on and record my honest thoughts about things. And that seems to generate debate because some people think you're a wanker and some people really like you. But in either case, it's your honesty that's creating engagement. And that's good because it means you don't have to work for that. You can just be yourself. And that's ultimately what I would love. If I could spin my career somehow from being the person who I am on stage, which is of course me, but it's like the perfect version of me that doesn't swear and is, you know, purposefully focused, interesting, because the only things I say are things that I've pre-written and worked on and are dense with facts and fictions that are interesting to the ear. It doesn't involve a load of waffle in between. So if I could find a bit of a mix between that person and who I really am and continue to make a living doing that, that'd be a pretty good goal. I don't know. Do love being a magician, though. I certainly don't want to be any kind of uh, fitness influencer. (laughs) It just so happens that people are really interested in watching people lose weight. So I do wonder if there's a if there's a if I'm being very honest, I wonder if there's a longevity to my kind of account on on TikTok because as soon as you get to your goal weight people lose interest in you because you're not someone who's striving to lose weight you're someone who did lose weight and now you're no longer relatable if you stay overweight and you stop losing weight you become a target and people just call you lazy and say you gave up so they lose interest and so I wonder I wonder if you end up with a large audience of people who ultimately Still just want to see people losing weight, but you've done it. I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see how TikTok goes. I'm really waffling now because I'm not really... I'm working that out for myself, how it's going to be. But I do enjoy TikTok as a platform. Considering I resisted it for so long, I do like the sort of... um, The very quick nature of recording a video direct into your phone and being able to do lives and... Then just forget about it. Do you remember it was only like a month ago I was on here saying to you all, Oh, if I get 800 followers, or I was on 800 followers now saying, Oh, if I can just get to a thousand followers, I'll be able to do lives. And now I've got 35,000 and I go live once or twice a day. It's crazy. I don't know. It is a strange one, TikTok. I wonder if I'll transition away from. Because I also wonder about the longevity of this podcast. I know you guys frequently message me about it and still listen to it every week. But then you think, will the podcast transition into just doing more TikTok and I'll stop doing this? Or will the interest in TikTok, more like a lot of people who follow me on TikTok now do listen to this podcast as well. The numbers have gone up by a little bit. So I wonder if it'll give the podcast more of a boost. What would you like to hear on this podcast? Do you still want to hear me just waffle in by myself every week? Or should I start to make some effort to get guests on? Should I have chats with other people about stuff? And what kinds of people would you like to hear me chat to? Magicians or uh, people in different industries or what? What kind of people would I talk to? Or would I just talk to normal people and, you know talk to them about their lives and get laughs out of it. I don't know. Weird, isn't it? I'm in such a transitional stage in general. That's what this podcast is about. It's about transition. And you've heard it all. It's been two years nearly, from lockdown to depression, to weight gain, to some weight loss, to more weight gain, to starting TikTok, to, you know, new shows and new adventures. It's just nuts. I'll tell you what though, shows are going well. Let's talk about that. Let me have another drink. Last night, for the first time, I had the full gamut of screen usage on the holiday park. I've been using the screens for everything, but last night I had all of the screens that I'm eventually gonna have. I finished all the editing, all the video making and stuff. And here we are. Just coming to the end of the second week of the season for me Because I've only got one more gig this week It's tonight until Saturday Which is an owner's show So it's a different thing But coming to the second week of tour Is it the third week of tour? It's a third week isn't it? Yeah because last week was my second week Yeah sorry third week of tour And the show is right in place It's worked in It's feeling good It's a well-oiled machine I feel good in my suit I'm actually going to have to get into a smaller suit Um, And so it's all really good Everything is fucking good, you know. This podcast is going to be annoying because I don't have much to moan about. I'm really happy. (laughs) Sarah and I are happier than ever. Oh, my God. Sarah has bought us tickets to see James Bay. You all know how much I love James Bay, right? And I do. I've mentioned it before. But my favourite pub in the world is called The Watering Hole. It's a little pub in Perrin on the beach in Devon. Uh, Cornwall, sorry. It's because I said Perrin and that rhymes with Devon almost. Uh, It's on the beach in Cornwall. It's actually where I had my stag do. We all went down to chill in that pub. And it is legitimately on the beach. And when I say on the beach, I mean the floor inside of the pub is also sand. It's quite well swept, but there's still a lot of sand in there. But it's like wooden floorboards. It's a really nice little pub bar. They do food and stuff. All of the staff are cool And it's on the beach, physically on the beach. It's my favourite pub. And they do these two things. They do a thing called Bands in the Sands and Tunes in the Dunes. (laughs) And, you know, fair play to them. But the Tunes in the Dunes thing is like quite big events with thousands of people. And they put up a big stage and everything. Bands in the Sands are these really small, um, intimate gigs. And they book these different acts. Sarah heard from somewhere that James Bay was doing one to kind of warm up for his new tour because he's got a new album coming out. His new single's great. It's called Give Me a Reason. And he's doing that. And he's doing Bands in the Sands at the Watering Hole in Perrin, my favourite pub. This is a guy who toured stadiums with Ed Sheeran and has played all over the world and is a massive, multi-selling artist. He's got 750 uh, million streams on, uh, Spotify. It's just insane, and for for one record, I think that was, and there he is playing this intimate gig, and Sarah has got us tickets. What a little dream! So we're going. We'll go into it, and I cannot wait. She was like, she said, "I've got good news. Don't ask me what it is. I'll tell you in a couple of days." Which I I hate, by the way. I can't handle that. I hate sort of. If you're gonna surprise me, surprise me. I hate when someone says, I've got a surprise for you. Immediately I go, well, no, you haven't because now I need to know what it is or I'm gonna to have to kill myself. I can't handle that. Just surprise me. Don't tell me you got me a surprise. I understand why Sarah had to do that because she knows that I book my diary quickly and I book a lot of stuff. So she'd have said, I've got a surprise for you. It's happening this day, but I can't tell you what it is yet. So I just bit my tongue and I said, okay, I will try to remain calm. Then two days later, she said, right, I'm going to tell you what the surprise is. I've booked tickets for James Bay. And I went, oh, my God. And she said, it's in Cornwall. And I went, oh, my God. (laughs) And I was a bit devastated. But then she very smartly thought about it and said, well, you're gigging here at this day and you've got this day off. So what we'll do is we'll go down straight away after the gig because the gig's in Scarborough during the day, the day before the gig. So that night we'll drive straight down to Cornwall, stay over. Um, Wake up there the next day Be ready for the gig Have a lovely day of it You know, it's just going to be epically good And I fully agree And she was like I know it's Cornwall But it's in your favourite place in the world On that beach Where the sun going down Is your favourite thing ever And it's just going to be mar- And it is It's going to be marvellous It's going to be legitimately amazing And I cannot wait So thanks, babe Thanks, Sarah James For buying me that lovely gift We're going to have a brilliant time And we've been having a brilliant time in general. Although Sarah's been ill this week, we're going to Spain in a week and a bit, as you know, and they were supposed to be dropping all COVID regulations, which we don't mind, we've both had our jabs. Although mine was just under less than nine months ago, and Sarah's second one was over nine months ago. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, spain changed their minds it was supposed to change on april the first everybody thought it was an april fool's joke and all of a sudden on april 1st after saying all restrictions would be dropped spain said actually no we've changed our minds you do have to have had a booster jab and you have to have proof that you've had your booster jab or that your second jab was within the last nine months so sarah and i suddenly i didn't have to but i did anyway because fuck it why not we suddenly had to book booster jabs We both got them on Monday and I was absolutely fine. No problem at all. Sarah was so sick, she couldn't even keep water down. It was weird. Now it was a Moderna booster jab. I had Moderna the first two times. Sarah had Pfizer the first time. But, uh, or AstraZeneca, I can't remember. I think she had AstraZeneca, but this time she had Moderna. I had Moderna all three times and was completely fine. I never got ill once, but uh, she was so sick. Literally, she couldn't even keep water down. She tried to have this garlic pesto that she'd made in some mushrooms and couldn't eat it. Tried to drink some water, couldn't eat it. She spewed all night long and she spewed most of the next morning trying to drink stuff until about one in the afternoon. Then she tried a cup of tea, didn't barf, finished it, didn't barf, had half a piece of toast, felt okay. By the time, she was basically fine, but it just brought on a mad 24 hour sickness for her, which might have been entirely unrelated. You know, cause it, correlation is not causation and all that. Because she got sick right after getting the vaccine thing does not necessarily mean that the vaccine caused her to suddenly get a 24 hour bug. Uh, although, it does seem statistically more likely that that's what it was. But either way, she's fine now and we've both had our boosters. We've both got our booster certificates. We've both got the NHS app to prove that we've got them. And we're going to Spain a week on Monday. So with Joshua, which will be nice. Although Joshua is not here now, which leads us neatly into my next topic, which is Joshua going to my mum's. Joshua made me laugh earlier in the week because he was walking past the bedroom door just as I was about to go live on TikTok. And as I always do, I warn them both, I'm going live on TikTok. I'm going live on TikTok, I'll shout. And they both go, okay. And basically it's just me telling them, think twice before you shout something absolutely mental because in this house, anything can be said at any time. (laughs) Think twice. And also because TikTok records all of the audio that it hears in the house, I'm respecting their potential privacy by letting them know that the sounds in our house are about to be broadcast live on the internet because I'm getting on the bike. So I say, I'm going live on TikTok. Joshua runs past the door and he shouts, ooh, places everybody. (laughs) (laughs) as if it's the start of some bbc broadcast but it was so offbeat and funny it made me laugh for about half an hour honestly that kid is getting so funny so then on sunday we drove up to my mum's we stopped off at mainsgill farm shop which i absolutely love and i had a really really delicious pork pie with chili cheese in it it was so good there were loads of samples You know when you got like a a delicatessen and they put loads of samples around the top of the counter? I tried the three samples and the chilli cheese pork pie was amazing. So I got one of those and I got some millionaire shortbread as well, which I really like. And uh, I ate that. So good. And um, then we drove the rest of the way to my mum's. Joshua had a cheesecake pot with a spoon. They gave him a plastic spoon for it. And he also had something else. What did he have? Oh, he had like an onion chutney muffin thing. You know, like a, almost like a, what it it looks like what a vanilla cupcake would look like, but it was a savoury muffin with onion chutney in it. He had that, Sarah had something, I can't remember what it was, and some sort of cake. And we drove the rest of the way to my mum's and dropped Joshua off at my mum's. He is spending a full week at my mum's and picking him up again Sunday, but he absolutely loves being at my mum's. The two of them just get on like a house on fire. And my mum obviously loved seeing him. You know, it wasn't always easy to do that because he was a bit younger and he couldn't be left there. So if we visited, it meant always bringing him home with us. And that was a pain. But now that he can get himself dressed and all that, you know, my mum doesn't have to have anything to do with him other than to take him out and hang out with him. And, you know, it's like, essentially, he's a grown-up, isn't he? he? requires no looking after, really. So, um, He can spend entire weeks there and they both love it. He loves hanging out with her. She loves hanging out with him. They go out to Morrison's Cafe every day for lunch or Subway or McDonald's or, you know, they do different stuff. They go for walks. They go to different cafes. They go and see my aunties. I've got loads of family in that town, so they go visit them. And then on the night, they just sit there and my mum will listen to him chat shit all night long. (laughs) And she loves it. So every single holidays, Joshua spends a week or more with my mum it's only been happening since last summer really so the next holidays there's another holiday and then it's the summer holidays so I guess he might spend a week with my mum at the beginning and then maybe a week towards the end as well which would be nice for him for them both and she just loves it so that's great and I always ask him I say to him when it's just me and him like do you really love going to grandma's as much as you say or are you just being polite because you know grandma loves it and he goes no, I really love going to grandma's. Grandma's the best. We have such a good time and all that. And I'm like, OK, but if it ever stops being that way, don't feel a pressure that you have to go and live at grandma's for a week at a time or whatever. If you just want to go and visit her for, you know, a day or two while we all go up together and come home, that's fine as well. You know, I won't push it on you because I used to go and visit my grandma and I used to find it really boring. <laughs> so I always ask him, but he always says to me, no, I love it really. So that's amazing. I'm so happy that he loves going there. um My mum is a lot more fun as a grandmother with him than she was as a grandparent as a mother to me. We never used to do half the stuff when I was a kid that she does now, but I suppose now things are different, aren't they? For loads of reasons. My mum doesn't have to bring Joshua up. he's being brought up by us, and I like to think we're doing a pretty good job, but she doesn't have to teach him manners or teach him values or respect or anything, because he's got those things already and he gets them from us. And so she can just be his buddy and just be his, you know, little pal and they hang out and have a laugh. They're thick as thieves. And my mum's also now got a much greater financial freedom than she had back then, because, you know, we're a very working class family. My parents both worked and struggled for money. They didn't own the house for a really long time. It was a council house and even that was tough. And then they did buy it. Uh, and the, you know me and my mum own that house now but um, the mortgage is paid and everything so that's been good and my mum just lives off her pension and stuff but she's got financial freedom because all of her bills and all of her stuff is well within the means of the pension and stuff that she gets so effectively my mum should never have to worry about money again because her bills are within a means and she's got no massive outgoing expenditures. So that's nice, what a relaxed, lovely life. And I'm so pleased for her because um, that's what you want, isn't it? When you're a bit older, she doesn't drink or smoke or anything. She used to smoke, but she gave it up about 11 years ago. So it's really good, really, really good. Um, I like it. Just sitting in the bedroom now, and I'm looking at this drawing that Sarah did. It's a, a painting by, she. it's a drawing of a painting by August Mackey, who I've learned a bit about because Sarah loved him when she was at college. We've got a painting that she did, a collage in our kitchen. I love Sarah's artwork. I wish she'd do a bit more. It's nice that she has so many ways to express herself, you know, between cooking and collecting cool brooches and painting, and she was doing sewing and crochet and all that sort of stuff. I wish she'd get into more of that stuff, but she would say. There's not enough hours in the day. But um, I do like all of her hobbies and stuff. I wish she'd do a bit more. (laughs) But yeah, so... That's about what's going on, really. That's this week. I don't really have a huge amount of stuff to talk about. I will make better notes this week, because I'm off. I've literally got tonight's gig. And um, then I'm off until Saturday. So I'm looking forward to enjoying the rest of this week. I would say I'm going to spend the week... Like, working on the show and all that sort of stuff. But honestly... There's not really very much to do. The Instant Magic Show. I I really, really, really am struggling to think of more things that I can do to make it better at this point because improvements will come, but they'll just come through experience of continuing to perform it. But at the minute, I'm in a place where I feel like it's, it's working as smoothly as it could be. I don't really know how it could be better. I do have some routines that have been on the back burner that I want to get into shows. So maybe I should start working now on new material for the end of the season to start trying out, ready for next season, that would be good. And I suppose more than anything, what I should really do is start working much harder on the book that I keep promising to write. That's how I can spend my time. I need to start working on the book. And you know, if I do, I could have a book out in less than a year. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's the goal now. Start on the book. It's going to be a book for magicians, obviously. So um, it won't have huge appeal in the wider market. But a book for magicians, I think, would be quite good. It might be time. (laughs) Might be time to finally solidify some thoughts and put some shit out there. Just got to get writing, really. It's not the tricks. Writing up the tricks should be easy because the tricks exist and the methods exist. The thing I need to really work on are the essays and the bits that go in between the tricks and work on what my sort of central theory is. I've even had offers from a couple of other magicians to write up the material for me, you know, that have written books, say, you know, if you just want methods transcribing, I'll get involved and all that sort of stuff for a profit share and I'll do the trip, trick transcribing and i'm i'm sort of tempted to take them up on that because i will find that incredibly boring and as long as i can look over it and sort of you know edit it and make sure it makes sense to me and you know feels like my voice a little bit then that would be okay and as long as the essays are written by me i don't know i need to think about that a bit more so the question is what would you like to hear more of on this podcast what do we like on this podcast What do we wish would come back that's been on it previously? And what would we like to hear more of? Um, Is it still just chat? Do you want to hear me recommending a book a week, a record a week, an album a week, a film a week? Do you want to hear me talking about other stuff? If I've got to recommend three things this week, I will recommend the book Deadly Cross, the James Patterson book, which I just finished and was very good. Um, if I'm going to recommend an album, I would recommend uh, Mono Vision by Ray LaMontagne, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. Um, or I would also recommend if I'm going to recommend a film, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend Spotlight, the film about the um, Catholic priest's crisis and sexual Um, Abuse cases in Boston In the uh, 70s or 80s That's a really good film It's got Mark Ruffalo and Rachel McAdams in it But it's great Uh, Spotlight, check that out If you haven't seen it already The Shape of Water, one of my favourite films Check that out Uh, If I was going to recommend a deck of cards this week For magicians I would say check out um, Ace Fultons The red-backed Ace Fultons Are my favourite this week that I'm using if I was going to recommend something that you would learn this week, I would say the is stack because I've started using it. Um, I don't know. Would you like me to recommend a thing every week at the end for you to go off and listen to and do? <laughs> Fuck knows. But anyway, that's going to be this week because I've got no notes. But I promise I'll make notes next week and I'll have more stories to tell. I just have... I'm buried in it today because it rained And I didn't go out I can't walk in the rain So I lost two hours from my day -day, today Because it was raining So I didn't go out walking until after 10 When usually I go at 8 But never mind Back on it tomorrow Out walking at 8 And then bike by quarter past 10 Back on it every day again Right I'm going to go because I'm just talking shit I'm going to call this podcast Transitions and Transformations and transylvania (laughs) bye friends much love to you all i'll speak to you next wednesday bye